Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh-huh. Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm Jack. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. And also, the show is most enjoyable with a listening partner to share opinions and ideas on the topics we discuss with. So pull somebody nice and close and get ready to listen to some fun discussion. But before we jump into that discussion, we have some... Reviews! Yeah! So we get on Apple Podcasts as well as many other places, but the ones we grab to read are the ones from Apple Podcasts. So if you enjoy what you're listening to, please... Uh, rate, review the show. If you don't want to review it, perfectly fine. At least rate the show. Let people know an average of how many people enjoy it or how many people don't. We're not saying five star. We're not saying one star. We're saying be honest. Anyways, let's jump into this first one. First one is from a paranormal chicks. Convo goes, really love how seamlessly the conversations twist and turn and always keep us interested. Listen to their Halloween episode and especially lulled at some parts. Jack's impressions were great. Ooh, I like that she likes my impressions, but none of them are impressions. They're truly what I sound like on a regular day basis. I do jump in and out of many accents and tones, and my voice twists and turns very consistently. It's very confusing. It's very confusing. I confuse myself sometimes. Often I stop and wonder, who am I? (laughs) Which one's the real me? Which one's the real me? Yeah. I don't know anymore. There's a lot of people living in here. Oh, I guess. <laughs> and from SpexFan666, somehow both fun slash funny and serious slash interesting. What a wonderful mixture of fun banter and interesting conversations. I did not expect to go from one episode where I'm laughing and then jump into the most recent episode and listen to such a relevant and cathartic conversation about climate change with an intelligent guest anchored by two hosts with great chemistry. This podcast seems like it can do anything. So excited to subscribe and hear more. Ooh, yeah. Anybody who enjoys this show should definitely subscribe and listen to more. I mean, there's so much going on. There's so much. You want to laugh? You want to cry? You want to be horrified? Yeah. All of it is here. It's all here. You want to think? You want to think? You want to think, man? You want to speculate? You want to, uh... Obscure. You want to misinform? You want to be the pioneers of fake news? (laughs) Yeah, you want to be misinformed? Man, this is all of it. We'll teach you, and we'll make you stupid all at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's where you come for that stuff. And you never know what you're getting. It's such a clusterfuck. So to be like, man, I can trust them. What they said on the Black Hole episode was so informative. When I looked it up, it was right along the lines of scientists. It's like, yes, I do my homework. It must also mean that their thoughts on the government are completely accurate because he does his research. Meanwhile, I'm over here like, sure, why not? Believe what I've said about them being lizard people who come from an alternate earth and we work for them or whatever. Yes, eat our woke tacos. Eat our woke tacos, bro. We feed them. 
Mm-hmm. We feed them on walk tacos forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I sound like if I was Middle Eastern, I guess. This is what I sound like if I'm Middle Eastern, you know? I don't know. Is that what it sounds like? Yes, you're just not doing your homework. Mm-hmm. I come from the Middle East, man. I'm like a Rocky or something right now. I don't know about that. Hey, you better stop judging and being a racist, thinking we all sound the same. Of course, we all got different accents. There's so many dialects over here. We come from different regions, and we all got different accents, man. <laughs> okay. Listen, Vato, that's crazy if you think. Are you going to talk like that throughout this episode? I could totally commit to it. No, you can't. You don't think I could talk like this for the entire episode? No. People, you know how quick people just, like, stop unsubscribe listening. and walk away? They're like, fuck this show. What? No. Any well, people who come for that, I guess, if there's someone, like that last person who's like, yeah, he's funny. Yeah, fair enough. They're like, I love his impressions. Yeah. Well, you're racist because that's not what Middle Eastern people <laughs> sound like. I'm obviously pretending to be Polish, you racist. <laughs> Anyways, let's jump into what we're doing today, which is actually a continuation of all the paradoxes we got that we couldn't get to all of them because first we had to stop and filter through some of them there were first there were two we went too long there were too many for the first time we did this mm-hmm. but there were also a bunch of retarded shit within the already filtered so we had to narrow down the stupidity there were a couple of good ones out of that and there was mm-hmm. there was more good than i thought but there was yeah. also like so much crap that made it and so we we weeded them down further mm-hmm. and uh left some other goodies that we're going to try to unpack for you guys today. So if you don't know what we're doing, it's essentially we're going to try to unparadox paradoxes. We're going to try to answer how they can function. Yes. And if these paradoxes aren't good, you guys are fired. Yes. This is your chance to prove us that you're better than yes. we think you guys are. <laughs> and that you could work from home during this time of crisis. If crisis. this isn't a reason to keep you on payroll, even if we don't pay you. You're going to be fired. We pay you in Fight Club movies. Yes. We send you many, many through Postmates, which you pay for, but that's fine. And random trips to our um, amusement park? Yes. Which so you also you pay for. Yeah. Actually, those aren't free. <laughs> but they only get to pay to go there if they send us good things. Yep. So you got to first reward us and then pay us and then we think about it. And then we think about talking about what they sent us? Yes. And then if we talk about... If you got selected to be talked about, we could still bash what you sent us and never, like, really enjoy it. And you don't get your reward for yeah. rewarding us and paying us mm-hmm. and then sending us something. But if we like it, after you rewarded us and paid us and sent mm-hmm. us content, then we let you go to an amusement park filled with zombies. Yep. That you might die at and become part of the population. It's totally fine. Yes. Let's jump into this first paradox that we're going to try to solve for you guys. Good luck, people. Okay. The first paradox is your mission is not to accept the mission. Do you accept it? So if you don't accept the mission, you've accomplished the mission. mission? (laughs) Yes. Which means you accepted the mission. Which means you didn't accept the mission. Yeah. These weird sentences. This is uh, this sentence is true. That sentence is oh, wrong yeah. scenario. Very similar to that. Your mission is not to accept the mission. Do you accept it? By accepting the mission, you failed. Mm-hmm. But in not accepting, you've accomplished it. But 
I don't know. <laughs> but you okay, but you accepted com- it yeah. because you didn't accept it. <laughs> so that means you fail? You fail and win in both instances. Well, okay, okay. Let's let's think of it in that context. So if we fail, right? Your mission is to not accept the mission. So you're like, I'm not going to accept the mission. Yes. You've succeeded, but you've done the mission. No, you failed. There's no way to win. What if you say, you, I might accept the mission? Is that the same as failing? I don't know. I don't because know. now you're going to middle ground. <laughs> no confirmed anything. <laughs> Hmm. It is sort of an. It's the same thing we already did in part one of this. It's oh, yeah. that sentence versus this sentence. It just loops around it in infinity. Loops. Yeah. All right. That's does somebody all... have a, an answer for this? All right. Let's see the answer. The answer for this is from Chelsea Robinson from Ontario, Canada. Accepting a mission does not mean you will succeed, and accomplishing the goal of the mission does not require acceptance of the mission. So it doesn't really matter how you answer. You can accept the mission, therefore failing it, or you decline the mission, thereby meeting the objective. No, because in accept that answer's wrong. Because in accepting the mission, you didn't fail it. The only way to accept the mission is by not accepting the mission. If you were to accept the mission, right? What would that yes. look like? Do you have to say yes? I'm going to do it. Yes. Do I don't know. Then your objective is to not accept the mission. So, yes, I accept the mission, which means I don't accept the mission. That's my objective. So then you don't accept the message. It's a loop. It goes it's back still... no matter what. There's no... It's not one or the other. You did both things no matter what. So, hmm. No zombie trip for you. <laughs> yes. Next. Okay. Somebody sent us a paradox, but they don't have any answer to it. But I thought it was interesting enough to share. So here it is. Okay, Barney is a dinosaur from our imagination. Barney shows us lots of things like how to play pretend. The paradox is that he's from our imagination, but he teaches us how to use our imagination. So it's a chicken or the egg scenario. Yes. So is dinos- is is Barney... He, so he is a dinosaur. <laughs> this is our imaginary friend who teaches us how to... Use our imagination. Without him, how would we have imagined him? Okay. Okay. This is, I oddly enough, something that does happen, but I guess it doesn't stop it from being paradoxical. Where kids imagine imaginary friends, and then they play pretend with the imaginary friend, which mm. is essentially their imaginary friends teaching them how to play, how to play with, with their imagination. So every imagination, imaginary friend is teaching the child how to play ima- unless with their imagination. Unless the imaginary friend behaves like a normal adult person or some shit. I guess. Or they're just like, I gotta go to work, kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's a weird imaginary friend to have. Yeah. But uh, unless that's the case, mm-hmm. they're just playing pretend with their imaginary friend half the time, which means they're learning how to play pretend from something that came they're learning how to use their imagination from something that came from their imagination that is true that is interesting in any case there is no imagination or imaginary friend it's just a kid teaching himself how to exercise that muscle yeah so in which case the thing being here we have to assume that barney is real but he's only real because our imagination Mm mm-hmm but that is only a projection that we've made, so he can't be real. 
because he's teaching us how to use the imagination. So how did we imagine him without him being there to teach us how to use our imagination to imagine him? But he shows up to teach us how to use our imagination, but it came from our imagination. So he knew, or I guess this does have a solution. The kid had just enough imagination to make Barney. To make Barney. Maybe he doesn't feel like he's created he's creative enough to come up with these things. So he creates a character that represents the side of him or her that can create these things that he doesn't feel like he can do himself. It's Fight Club. Yes. Barney is Tyler Durden. Yes, because he it's the Fight Club struggle. Yes, he. He can do all these things. But he doesn't. But he doesn't. Or so he, he created He's a not even aware that he doesn't. He's not aware that he doesn't think he can. He's just like, man, if only there was a... And then, boom, this thing is here. If only I had a friend that could teach me how to do this or whatever. He's not thinking, I can't. It's not a conscious choice. It's like just a manifestation of... Could be out of loneliness or something. Yeah. It's like, if I only had somebody to play with. And then imagine somebody to play with. Yes. That's how Jack made Tyler. Yeah. The dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. That's interesting. Thank you. Oh, and that was from Caesar Chavez from Victoria, Australia. Thank you, Caesar. You Thank are you. confusing to have thought up this Barney thing where he stole it from the internet. Or, yes. Well, it's the so- theme song of Barney, so everyone should know the song. But I who guess. realized that's a uh, paradox? Mm, okay, yeah. that's. All right. The next one is, can a man drown in the fountain of eternal life? Whoa. I will say that that is a fucking nightmare. Let's say the fountain of eternal life is pool deep, like a deep, deep, like nine foot pool. Mm -hmm. Let's say you can't swim. You're pushed into it. Yeah. Do you then fall in and not die, but drown forever? I think so. You never die, though. You can't die. You don't. So, but... Okay, here's the problem. Here's the the flip side. What? I don't think the fountain of eternal life is the fountain of eternal life. We got to use the context from within the words that they're giving us. But in reality, it's the fountain of youth. Meaning, you would still die. You'd just die when you're young? Yeah, you'd just die and not age in the couple of seconds it took for you to die yeah you'll be a young dead body in the pool i don't know if it reverses aging i know it stops aging oh it stops aging oh i'm thinking youth because i mean it could maybe literally because what if you're old and you drink the from the fountain of youth does it make you youthful maybe maybe. just physically youthful (laughs) yeah i don't think it makes you immortal now, he's saying the fountain of eternal life. Let's yes. assume the fountain of eternal life is different than... The fountain of youth? Than the fountain of youth. Now, you have something that can... Alleged, I, I'm assuming that with this fountain, the ability it gives you is... Even if somebody stabs you in the heart, you don't die. Yes. That's, that's shitty. That is... That's shitty. That's shitty. Space travel happens something crashes your ship and now you're just flung in the space and you gotta live and, and you gotta live that asphyxiating freezing flinging through space for all of eternity mm-hmm. that's gay that's it. who's gonna go to this fountain but let's say there's some crazy fuck who's like yeah fuck it i'll gamble maybe who's just gonna grab a cup or something and then someone pushed him 
into it. Yeah, he was probably going to sell it. He's like, maybe somebody wants to buy this crazy shit. I won't drink it. And then he fell in. Does he drown forever? I don't think he could literally drown and die. I don't think he could die. I don't think he'll be drowning forever, though. I think eventually he'll learn how to swim. Fair enough. Because if it's if he's alive forever, that's enough time to yes, figure it out. Yes, that's enough time to figure it out once. So yeah, he can't drown. He will get out. He will drown for a long time <laughs> until he figures it out. What if somebody covered it? Ooh. They push him in and they cover it. And he can't go up high enough for air. Then he's drowning forever. That sucks. That is... So yes, you can't drown and die but you could drown you can drown you could drown you could keep drowning you'll just continuously drown what a hor- who comes up with this this is horrifying that's such a horrible situation to imagine but that's a nice one i like that yes does somebody have an answer for this yes shannon christensen from nottingham uk no but he could remain eternally underwater in agony because it isn't the fountain of eternal perfect life Boom. <sighs> Shannon, you're on it. That's yeah. the right way to go. It's exactly what it is. You're just going to suffer forever, forever. You can't drown because he can't. If he's drowning means dying in the water. Because she said, no, he can't drown. He can't drown. Does drowning translate to dying? Well, he'll be drowning. Being the act of. But it won't be but, past tense. Yeah. It will have always, Yeah. It will always be present yeah until he figures out how to swim unless he's (laughs) blocked in there unless that horrible situation yep but we don't know what's going on but look (laughs) realistically eternity right Mm -hmm. eventually that's just the normal state in which he's at meaning eventually he just realized how to function without air because he's not gonna die even through the pain you think he could evolve out of breathing he already doesn't need it. He doesn't it's his need it. body that still believes he needs it to stay alive. Oh, so he just has to have the mind powers? Oh, shit. No, here's a problem. What? He will become a vegetable. Because it's, it's short oxygen to your brain, bro. Oh. This is dark. Oh, my God. Oxygen to your brain is not getting there. It's not getting there. You are just forever struggling, and then when that stops, it's because your brain dead. You're alive. But you're a potato. But you're, <laughs> you're, yeah. Or whatever. A vegetable. <laughs> a vegetable. <laughs> you're a potato. I mean, what's the difference? Isn't a potato a vegetable? Yeah. You're a potato from that point forward. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, that uh, is so sad. I don't know. It just gets worse and worse for this guy. Yeah. If you just dig wow. deep enough, it gets worse. Because you do need oxygen, but there is no oxygen, which is why your body's panicking in the first place. And yeah, you're not going to die. Mm-hmm. You're going to suffer, and then you as you know it is going to cease existing. Ah. Your body's going to be alive. Mm-hmm. So horrifying. You might start to decompose underwater, but still be alive. As a festival, still. As a vegetable, so. Forever. Forever. Until you Until cease. There's nothing. Until it's just smush. Man. Because your body's not saying. What does what eternal mean? life entail? What? Because will you be Is it protecting your body? Yeah, because that, that means your brain can't degrade either. Oh, okay. Which means you're always there. Which means if your brain isn't dying, you will just adapt. Yes. Well, I don't know. It could go so many ways. Yes. Basically, 
the definition of eternal life is what we're confused with here. Yes. So if it's eternal life, your body is protected no matter what. Yes, you're going to be drowning. You will never be drowned. But also, after a certain threshold, it's the common. Mm -hmm. You will have let it settled in that you're not going to die. And you don't need oxygen. And you'll be fine. You'd in, wish in to be dead. At first. Mm. Eventually, you're just in water. You won't deteriorate. Your body won't be affected. You'll be fine. Alternatively, if it doesn't mean that, if it just means you can't die, then I don't know what that means beyond a certain point. Because you don't get oxygen, you're brain dead. Even if you're technically still alive, I guess. Then you're in there so long enough, your body deteriorates. At what point do we say you're not there, but you're still alive? Yeah. It can't be that way, then. It has to be the first. It has to be the first. That's the only way to eternal life. Yeah. In which case, you're fucking fine. You just you're eventually... Fine. It's going to suck at first. But you'll eventually adapt and not give a you're shit. You just... You're in hell. I at first. But you're bored to death. No, because eventually the normality becomes being in there and you I guess collapse you internally. You yes. And, yeah. You'll generate a universe just being in there. Mm-hmm. Horrifying. But yes... Yeah. So. Wow. Thank you for that. Yeah, that was perfect. The next one is the barber paradox. A male barber shaves all and only those men who do not shave themselves. Does he shave himself? A barber shaves everybody who doesn't shave themselves. Does he shave himself? If he shaves himself, then he's not allowed to shave himself because he only shaves those who don't, don't shave themselves. And if he doesn't shave himself, then, then... Well, there's pieces missing yeah. to this, which are the only barber in town is this barber. Oh, okay. What, in town? Yeah, yeah. In reality, it's the only barber in town shaves all and only those men who don't shave themselves within the same town. Does he shave himself if hmm. there's no other barber to shave him? No, he has a long-ass beard and mustache. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing. Why if he, he doesn't shave, uh -huh. he has to shave himself. Why does he? Because he shaves anybody who doesn't shave themselves. But what are the are the, is there a rule that he needs to be shaven? He just shaves anybody who doesn't shave themselves. And it's basically it's a town where the rules are everybody's shaved. Okay. Because if there is no rule, then why does he have to shave himself? Because yeah. he could just live very hairy and shave everyone. I guess, but that's not speculated here oh so we're assuming that the laws for, are everyone is yeah, to be shaved for whatever okay. reason you're either getting shaved or you're shaving yourself there's no alternative in this dictatorship anyone and everyone must Except walk around with a clean shave who shaves him because he can't shave himself but he because if he does shave himself there are other men in town who shave themselves so he doesn't have to shave them Someone else could shave him? Or is the rules that only the barber can do only it? Only the barber shaves people who don't shave themselves. Nobody's allowed. There's nothing... But he has to have... Be shaved. Huh. He has to have... I don't know. Then what does he do? Nothing? Until a second barber comes into town? Only one barber's allowed in town. And it's him. And it's him? Yep. His wife can shave him. No. That's against the rules, too? Men shave themselves, or they get shaved by this barber. 
if this barber shaves himself, then he's a man who shaves himself. Thus, he can't be shaved by the barber. I guess this is kind of like the lawyer thing. We got to break up the logics here. Okay. And assume that him as a man shaving himself is different than him as a barber shaving himself. Mm. So he's a man who shaves himself. He doesn't dress like a barber, go to the barber shop and shave. He probably shaves at home. Yes. So he's a man who shaves himself. He's not a barber who shaves himself. Yes, and then he's not breaking the rules. Exactly. He's just shaving himself as a man. Yes. He's only a barber when he's at work. Yes. Oh, snap. Yes. Because he can't shave himself as a barber. He can't shave himself as a barber. As long as he's not, then it's fine. He can shave himself. He's one of the men who shaves himself, who doesn't need a barber to shave him. Yep. Mm. And that's a solution to this. Yes. So the answer is, does he shave himself? Yes. The man does. The man. The barber only shaves men who don't shave themselves. Mm-hmm. And Marcos Murphy from Penn Valley, California says, I'm going to point out that there is nothing saying that there isn't another barber who shaves him or a friend or really any one of the other men in the village. Just because someone won't shave him doesn't mean he won't shave someone else. So who shaves the barber? No clue. But the list of suspects is anyone and everyone. There's no ruling anyone out other than the barber himself. That is using information outside of it. You have yes, failed the test, bro. Quest- he's making up his own rules. Yes, he's adding context to it. Use the context that's there, bro. He's a man. The detail starts with a male barber. He's already male, thus fitting the criteria of a man. And all the men who don't shave themselves are shaved by the barber, but he doesn't pay himself to shave himself, so he's just a man shaving himself. Yes. And if that's still somehow against the rules, I guess he could quit, shave himself. And then, then come back. Come back. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, you can do that if there's some even stricter laws in the town. It's the whole um, the whole MMA fighter idea. What do you mean? You are only a fighter while you're in the ring. Outside of that, those are weapons. Oh. So you're not a fighter outside of the ring. Is that for all types of professional fighting? Yes, you have to register your limbs as weapons. What? That being said... Mm-hmm. The barber is only a barber while he's in a suit. But once he's out of his suit, he's a man. Especially in the U.S., it requires certificates to cut hair and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Which means if you're not doing it professionally, you shouldn't be doing it at all. Because the government needs to tax everything you do. (laughs) So, he's not a barber when he's not at work. Mm -hmm. He's just a guy. When he tells people what he does, he says, I work as a barber, not I'm a barber. Yes. Oh. He's not a barber. His profession is a barber. Yeah. Ooh, snap. So there you go. We figured it out. You're wrong. What's his name? Marcus? You're wrong, Marcus. Marco. Marcos. You're wrong, Marcos. All right. Um, At a desert oasis, A and B decide independently to murder C. A poisons C's canteen and later B punches a hole in it. C dies of thirst. Who killed him? A argues that C never drank the poison. B claims that he only deprived C of the poisoned water. 
They're both right, but still C is dead. Who's guilty? You said he died of thirst. It was B for poking the hole. The answer is in... But B is saying he saved him from the poison. Right. That A... Because if he drank it, he would die. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's so, saying who killed him, right? Yeah. It was B. So he saved him from dying by the poison, but killed him of thirst. He is the killer. C didn't kill him. C was saved by B from but being a murderer. But then isn't he... Okay, so C... B is a hero, then. He B is both a killer and a hero. He's a killer and a hero? He's a killer and a hero. But is he guilty? Yes. His intention was to kill. Yes. Okay. So they're both guilty, then. One was intended murder. One was actual murder. Okay. This isn't really paradoxical. Yeah. It's just they both tried to kill him and only one succeeded. Yeah. And he's taking credit for stopping the other guy from being the one who killed him. But ultimately, you still did the job. Uh, you had the plan. You executed the plan. Who, and, B? Yeah. But B, was B trying to kill him? Did Doesn't it say... They both were planning this at a oh. desert oasis. Oh, yeah. A and B oh, yeah. decide independently to murder I that B was trying to murder. Because if B wasn't, maybe he is a hero, but no. No, no, no. B's also trying to kill him. And okay. he did. Yeah. He just killed him of thirst. They're both guilty, yeah. Well, differently guilty. One mm-hmm. guy of attempted murder. The other guy of actual murder. Yep. And that's B. Mm-hmm. B gets... 25 to life. C gets like 10 years. That's not a paradox. That's one guy who sucks so bad he couldn't poison another dude who was completely unknowing he was trying to get poisoned because some third party, their plan was better. Yeah. I guess. But it was all unintentional, I guess. I mean, no, it was murder. Yes, it was murder. It was all murder. It was all planned. How dare they? Oh, great. Okay, so Elmer Burnett Happy Valley, Oregon says in response to this, both by omission, by tampering with his water, they each independently acquired a duty of care to ameliorate any harm from lack of water. This creates a supervening fault since they had the requisite intent and they committed the criminal action by omission of failing to provide water. They can both be charged with murder. By a mission of failing to provide water, they can both be charged with murder. So, yeah, essentially, except one guy is actually guilty of the murder. Two of them attempted, one succeeded. I think they're not both guilty. I think they're both guilty of attempt. Yes, but they shouldn't be equally punished because one no. actually yes. did the murder. Although they were both just as likely to be the one who killed them. Yes. Only one did it. Mm-hmm. And based on the laws in our world, he's the guilty party for the murder itself. It's like yeah. a, a, an accomplice in a murder doesn't get the same sentence as the guy who murdered. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. ev- even if they're working against each other in this scenario, mm-hmm. had they been working literally together, only one dude did the final execution. He would be punished yes, more. Yes. And that is B. And that is B. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. The next one is... Can an omnipotent being create a rock too heavy for itself to lift? I love this one so much. This is probably one of the most outplayed, funnest ones ever. Because it entails that there is a being who is infinitely powerful. Thus, he can create anything, including the universe that we exist in. 
then you have to pose a question of can he create something so heavy he himself doesn't have the power to move it is his power so unlimited he could defy his own power in creation it feels like that's a break in the matrix or something that would be like the fucking glitch right yeah it was just how do you make something that your infinite power can't handle you already needed the infinite power to make the thing, which means it's your creation. Mm -hmm. That's a loophole on its own if you can make the thing that you can't move. But if you make a thing you can't move, why can't you move it? I don't know. It's like in both instances, in one case, you have the what power. If he's like Goku and he just gets stronger after, like... It was the most powerful thing he could make at the time, and then he trains, and then he could do it. And he's already omnipotent. He's maxed out. He's, he's all of the everything all in one shot. The question was omnipotence. But he's can maxed he out. Become more omnipotent. No, omnipotent is the max. Like you know how there's infinity, but there's different sizes. Goku of is not omnipotent, and neither no. is infinity. Mm. This god is omnipotent. Mm. He is already all powerful. Is he so all-powerful he can make something he cannot move? He can make a rock that is so heavy his omnipotence cannot move it. Because if he can't make that rock, then he's not omnipotent. And if he can? Then he can't move it, so he's not omnipotent. Hmm. That is a paradox. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But these are just the rules we gave God, who says that he is omnipotent. Screw God. A being uh -huh. that is omnipotent. Yeah, can they do such a thing? Can they do such a thing? What do you think? Either way is problematic. If he can make the rock, then he can't move the rock. Thus, your omnipotence goes out the window. If you can't make the rock, then your omnipotence goes out the window. In both instances, your power proves its limit. Except yes. in one instance, you at least have the power to make something greater than you. But how can you do that? But how can you do that? Mm -hmm. So he should at least be able to do it. I don't know. But then that already limits him. Yes. In doing it, he proves his limits. And in not doing it, he proves his limits. It is a. Uh, this is actually why, in the case of the God you're speaking of, I my argument put forward is that he cannot be this all-encompassing being. He has to be a demigod. There's no fucking way. He can't really be all-powerful simultaneously as being all-knowing. Because if there's evil and he doesn't agree with it and he has a problem with it, he either doesn't have the power to stop it or he doesn't know how to. Even but if can he has there power. be a thing like this? Is an, it even possible? What, an omnipotent? Yeah. I don't know. Probably not. It's beyond us. It's beyond us, yeah. I don't think I could answer that question. It's beyond the concept of infinity. Infinity is just insignificant next to omnipotence. Mm. Omnipotence is the most, is the collective. There's nothing higher. Hmm. So, no, because God is probably a demigod? A, a demigod. A demigod. I, uh, God is. That's saying a being. That's not referring to God. You're picturing mm -hmm. God. Yeah. I was using as an example yeah. the God that people believe in, mm -hmm. whether it be Allah, Jehovah, whatever, which ultimately owns this, this God. But this being, hmm, it's hard to imagine this being as a real thing, 
Yeah. That's the thing. But also, there is... Like, you have to assume that there's something more powerful than the universe. But can that thing make something more powerful than it? But what does that mean? I don't know. Like, let's say global consciousness made everything. Mm -hmm. Can the global consciousness within the everything it made make a perspective it cannot witness? Uh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. But then that would then... be a perspective that it should be able to project. Yes. Because all perspectives are the global consciousness. Yeah. Including Ooh. the perspective in which it should not be able to, like, perceive. Yes. Hmm. Didn't realize there were so many versions of this. Oh, how I guess. Huh. I don't know. Is any of this possible? I don't think so. This but... is probably the most unanswerable question out of all of the paradoxes. I think most paradoxes come down to our lack of understanding when it comes to language or mm -hmm. how to think of something. I think this is beyond uh, the scope of understanding because you need something that is inherently paradoxical. If we use the hermetic principles, and this should theoretically be possible, but there's no way to put it into words. We need some Alan Watts to explain this one. Mm-hmm. You think he has the answer to this? Hell no. <laughs> I think he does mm. not. Well, he does answered somebody? this question. No, okay. The, ans the answer to this is from Don Tyler from Sugarland, Texas. My answer to this is infinity does not actually exist, so God cannot really be infinity, infinitely powerful and cannot create a rock that is infinitely heavy. You're so boring, Don. And nobody said God anyways. No. A being. But he thinks infinity doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah, he immediately thought Jehovah or some shit. Yeah, I guess most people would think of him. Yeah, because that's, that's in reference to him is that they've heard made that. made up rule that someone labeled onto God, though, until yes. the Bible got I do not believe Jehovah is omnipotent. I believe he's a demigod. I am. If there is a Jehovah, mm -hmm. Jehovah and Allah and Z although God and Allah mean the same thing. So we're assuming they're both Jehovah. But okay. let's say uh, Jehovah and, like, Zeus mm -hmm. equals, you know? Yeah. And the same way God's like, you know, don't worship any other, I'm a jealous God, don't worship any other gods. And it's like, so there's other gods? That, that already tells me that you're not the all, end all, be all, and that people could worship something else. You got to tell them not to. Yeah. So maybe Zeus made a whole thing, and Jehovah made a whole thing, and he's like, no, you guys are mine. Worship me. Mm -hmm. The end. I think that's what's going on. If any of that is accurate or real, that's the incarnation it would probably be taking. He's just Zeus's younger brother. Yeah, by by a lot. Yeah, you suck, Don. <laughs> that answer was whack. You went way outside don't the bounds. Don't get a trip to the zombie land. You don't get eaten by zombies, bruh. You just get Corona. Oh, he gets the boring stuff. The next one is the liar paradox. A Cretan sails to Greece and says to some Greek men who are standing upon the shore, all Cretans are liars. Is he lying or telling the truth? 
A liar tells people he's lying. Is he lying or telling the truth? Is that what he's saying? I guess, right? That's the the flat incarnation of this. Mm. It's a liar walks up to you and he's like, I'm lying. Is he lying or is he telling the truth? This comes back to first sentence. The next sentence is yes. alive. Previous sentence is, is truth. He, which hmm. is, if he is telling the truth, then he's lying. If mm-hmm. he is lying, then he's telling the truth. Which, I guess not. No, because if he lies, if he's telling the truth about all Cretans being liars, then he's a liar. If he's lying, then he's still lying. If the question is, is he telling the truth or not? Yes. In both instances, he's a liar and telling the truth. It's previous. It's both? Yeah, it's both. So he's both telling the truth and he's lying? Or he's doing one or the other? No, because if he's lying about all... The question is, is he telling the truth? Is he telling the truth? Is he always telling the truth? Is he telling the truth right now relative to that? Oh, okay. So, if he is lying in the moment yes. about all Cretans, then he's just lying. Yeah. So, the answer is he's lying. Yeah. But if he's telling the truth about all Cretans being liars, then he's a liar. He's lying anyways. Yeah. So, he could just be a liar. He's probably just a liar. Yes. Okay. I feel like that's a good answer. Yeah. But all Cretans are liars if he's telling the truth. Even if he's telling the truth, he's a liar. Because all Koreans are liars. Yeah. Okay. So he's not lying about... I guess it's always the opposite, although the statement remains true. If that makes sense. The like he could be he's telling saying? you a truthful statement, uh-huh. but lie in every other instance. Yeah. Because just because you're a liar doesn't mean you lie every time. Exactly. Ooh. Now, if he approaches and he says, I'm always lying... Then that's a we have a problem. problem. Yeah, we have a problem. I'm always lying. There's no way. There's no fucking way because this sentence wouldn't be possible. No. Because if you are always lying, you couldn't tell us you're always lying because that would be the truth. Mm-hmm. Unless the sentence itself is a lie, in which case you're not always lying, but you lied at least now to say that you're always lying. Yes. So you're, I guess, you're, it's most likely you're a liar in any but instance. Not that you lie all the time. Yes, no matter what. No matter what, you're lying now. Yes. No matter what, you're lying now. Yes. In that second one, in the previous one, you might be telling the truth just now, but mm-hmm. you're still a liar often. Yes. Yeah, I think we figured it out. Yes, what? sounds about right. Yeah, a liar can tell truths. Yeah, it's, it's not much... just he's trapped lying. Yes, there's no one like that. There is the I'm a pathological liar problem, which is the same shit. It's like, I'm, hey, I'm a pathological liar. It's like, oh, fuck. That means you're lying all the time. But then do you question if he's a pathological liar? Does yeah, it matter? but it's essentially, are you lying all the time? It's the same shit. Mm-hmm. So what do we got for this? The answer we got is from Katrina Rogers. From Grand Rapids, Michigan. I think that his statement is false, and he is a liar. Yeah, I guess. He's saying all Cretans are liars. So he's just lying in in the moment? Yeah, he's a liar, and he's lying. Yeah. 
He's a liar. He's, he's a liar. Yeah, he's the liar. He's the liar. Not all Cretans are liars. Are liars His no. statement is a lie. Yes. All Cretans are liars. Eh, you're just full of shit. You're yeah. just lying. You're just lying. But that doesn't... You lying and being a Cretan doesn't mean every Cretan... Yes. ...are liars. Yes. It does not equal the same thing. So this isn't even a paradox. It's just a douchebag lying. Yes. Or he's not. And then... He is telling you that all Cretans are liars, but that doesn't mean he's lying to you in the moment. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a liar, though. Maybe he's just warning you, hey, man, we all lie. Don't trust us. He could be just, don't trust us. And maybe you shouldn't. But should you? But, but then you do, because just... you're like, he's the honest one. And then he <laughs> totally lies to you at some point. And you're like, he told me. Yeah. That would be your fault. Yeah. That's like the premise of like 95% of movies. It's like, somebody warned me about him. But then he shows you a good side, and you're like... Oh, man, I trust this guy. Mm-hmm. There's true kindness there. And then he screws you over and you're like, oh, I see. Yes. That's Rick and the Garbage Lady. Yes. She was the Cretan. She was like, I lie. Yes. And she flat like, out told him, like, why are you going to trust us? Yes. Because like, we like, all have a mutual enemy. And she's like, but I'm full of shit. Yeah. It's like, it's all right. We got a mutual enemy. And she's like, whatever. And in reality, she didn't have a mutual enemy to start with. She was just like, it'll get me something. Yep. She was the Cretan. She was the Cretan. <laughs> she was the one. And he was like, oh, I'm going to go for it. I'm just going to. Rick's emotions, man. Yeah. He's he's not an emotional guy, so he doesn't really know how to process that. Mm. He, when he's feeling something, he's really feeling it, though. Okay. The next paradox is, what came first, the chicken or the egg? This is so fucking easy. And the answer to this question is the egg. The egg has to have come first. Yes, the egg has to have come first. It's a typical biological problem. It's a genetic mutation. There was a proto-chicken, and the proto-chicken had a mutated baby, and then that baby had a baby with another proto-chicken. So the chicken, this mutated thing we'll call a chicken, Mm -hmm. had a baby with the proto-chicken that featured the mutation of the chicken, and now there's more than one chicken. The yeah. egg came first. The mutated egg from the proto-chicken. The mutated egg. Was he laying eggs? What if he wasn't laying eggs? No, he just needs to pass his gene on to the baby. Okay. Because then if he didn't lay the chicken, though, as an egg, and it was just birthed as a chicken, and then the chicken mated with the proto-chicken and then gave birth to an egg... Then, oh no, but the chicken still came first. The egg. Yeah. The egg always came first. The, the egg mutated came first? egg always came first. Oh, um, no, I'm saying if he didn't come out from an egg. What do you mean? Like he was birthed out. If the chicken was birthed the way we're birthed out. Oh, then that's. And then had an egg. That's just a weird thing that happened sometime. <laughs> it was like some human or mammal had a fucking bird. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'd guess that wouldn't happen, but... So that's nowhere near a paradox. <laughs> I don't know why people think that's a paradox. People love it, though. <laughs> totally not a paradox. It was the egg. It was the egg. It's it not even like a egg. difficult question to answer. No. It's just simple biology. Biology is complicated, though. No. Biology is like the retarded brother of fucking science. Ow. Uh. Sorry. Okay. Frank Jones from Media, Pennsylvania, says the chicken came first. 
Some might say the egg came first because the egg still existed in the body of the animal. But that was not a chicken egg. It was a pre-chicken egg. Mm. No, that was a chicken egg. Yes. The, I mean, the egg part doesn't matter because it hatched it's into a what's chicken. what's inside of the yes. egg. When you refer to the egg, you're talking to the... Because at the end of the day... All eggs are equal, essentially, by this logic. So you're worrying about the wrong part here. What's inside of the egg is what we're talking about when we refer to the egg. Is it what's inside of the egg or is it the chicken? And it's always what's inside of the egg. It yes. wasn't some weird mutant chicken that was never hatched. Yeah. The egg fucking came first. Yeah. And the egg came first just by, I guess, evolution. Like, things were having eggs before chickens yes. ever was a thing if you think of it like that yeah yeah so it's like before chickens existed the egg but so if you're gonna go with that exaggerated fucking <laughs> yeah. outlook the egg by miles <laughs> yeah yeah you fail frank <laughs> no trip for you no trip for you sorry okay we got time for one more let's go okay you shouldn't go in the water until you know how to swim <laughs> is that a paradox yeah that's problematic how are you gonna learn how to swim without water yeah okay but there's always signs like that like you shouldn't swim here unless you know how to... nah, you shouldn't go into water if you don't know how to swim um i will say a couple of things related to this first if swimming entails floating on the water because there's a lot of people who don't drown and don't necessarily know how to swim Mm -hmm. They just go into water. They know how to be float. buoyant. Yes, yeah. they float. Lucky them. So if that's what you mean, then you just learn how to breathe a certain way and how to move a certain way so that you float. That's perfectly fine. But how do you practice that? You could just be taught outside the water. If it's about learning how to swim, mm -hmm. I would argue... That you could use a gravity chamber to do oh that. Oh, my gosh. Mm, if you're not supposed to go in water without learning how to swim, you could... It's expensive, but yes. it doesn't mean you'll never get to the water. It's mm -hmm. not a paradox. It's just a problem. It's a problem. But that's a ridiculous solution. <laughs> There's got to be something simpler. It's a realistic solution. I guess. It's physically possible and feasible, and people go to some of these just to train. Mm -hmm. But you can learn to swim... I guess it's like being in space or some shit, mm. or like free falling. Just gotta learn mm. how to move, like if it were water. <laughs> yeah, I guess just learn how to doggy paddle or something. I don't know. I don't even know if that works for anything other than animals. What doggy, doggy paddle? paddle? I don't know. The children are supposed to do that somehow. Does it work? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, what do what do the the listeners have to say about this? Gage Cohen from Lakeland, Florida says, You can learn how to swim without water because you can swim in other liquids. <laughs> Therefore, give you the possibility to learn how to swim without water. Also, you can learn how to swim without actually having been swimming ever as long as you know how it's done. Yeah, you could be taught the... It's different than being in some kind of replicated scenario, but essentially, if you are a good visual learner, somebody could explain every little bit of it, and if you don't freak out while you're in the water, you could essentially replicate it and be fine. So, I wonder if anyone's ever been taught like that. I feel like a lot of people need the real-life experience of being yeah, in the water. but there's also, like, musicians who hear a song once and replicate it. 
And it's like, all I needed was to hear it, and then I'm good. Mm. So it's a type of learning where it's just visual or audible or whatever. Yeah. Um. Alternatively, he's totally right about the whole liquid thing. Fill it up with juice. <laughs> Swim in juice. Swim in juice. There's no law against that. There's no law against that. And uh, you weren't in water, but mm-hmm. you learned how to swim. Yep. That's a great solution. You're That's clever. This guy thought way outside the box. He's just like, there's you ways. You get a movie. Gage <laughs> Cohen. You get a copy of Fight Club on video cassette. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a trip to our zombie theme park where you get to hear episodes on episode-sized rides that will take the entire length of an episode to listen to, designed with the ups and downs of the episode. Yep. You get to experience this. And you get to bring along one friend. Yes. Who hasn't heard the show so that they could become a fan, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Help us. So congratulations. You'll be getting that through Postmates. <laughs> yep. Yes. So watch out for that, I guess. Yep. You can get tickets to our zombie theme park and a cassette. And uh, you didn't sign up. I mean, I don't know if you already got the cassette player. The What is it? A VHS player thing? VHS, I think. Uh, I guess. Tape. So if you don't have one of those, it's because you haven't subscribed. I would recommend either before you get this or after you get this, you subscribe so you can get something to watch Fight Club. You'll get another cassette with Fight Club with the subscription, but that's fine. Yes. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed us talking about these paradoxes that were sent to us with very terrible answers that you guys allegedly told me you knew what you were talking about, which is why you submitted these. They always say that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they always, yeah, this is the first time we've done this and it was a failure. Mm-hmm. No, it was great. I enjoyed this episode a lot. I Me didn't enjoy too. your answers much, but it's fine. But paradox are fun. Yes. But when we put other things up on Instagram for you to send us stuff, feel free to send us stuff and we'll judge you. We'll judge you a lot. Because that's what we do. You're welcome. Yes. Anyways, if you want to listen to the first part of this, as well as other things of this nature and many other natures, you can find us at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at JustConvoPod. And on that Facebook and Twitter, you can find clips, highlights of shows, fun, tiny tidbits under 10 minutes each. So enjoy that. Awesome. And you can find the podcast on the official website at GreatThoughts.info on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Yes, and remember to subscribe to the show. Rate and review it, and we'll read it on the show the way we did at the beginning of this one. Yes, and let people know about it that might like this kind of stuff. Yes, word of mouth. If you tell people, they'll be interested in the listen, and they'll be like, whoa, thank you for telling me. And this has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal, and thanks for listening. Bye. There's an animal that can't, that doesn't breathe. Right. And it's a paradox because it's alive and it gets energy, but from what? Based on what is it alive? Based on it's an animal. I don't know the exact reasons for it, but they say it's an animal. Does it reproduce? 
I'm guessing yes. I'm guessing yes, because there's more than one of these animals. It's a parasite, and I think parasites reproduce, Does it right? respond to its environment? Yeah, it eats fish and worms and stuff. Interesting. Or it eats something from those things. I'm not sure that it's actually eating. Well, it doesn't those. have to breathe. Like, um, there are, like, plants don't breathe oxygen. They eat carbon monoxide. But that's what makes them plants and not animals. Got you. So all animals breathe without exception. Without except for this one. What animal. about fish way at the bottom of the ocean? They pull the air out of. There's the old plants in the bottom. Way down deep in the bottom. I think there's also plants that have those bubbles. Maybe they're getting something from that. All of the fish? All of Maybe. the fish are getting it from all of the bubbles? Or are the fish somehow made to suck out the oxygen from the water? Hmm. Yes. I would think so. But the, these things aren't doing that. They're not getting any oxygen. But nobody knows how they're getting their energy. Yes. That's what makes them a paradox. Because they're animals. Based on what? Based on being related to jellyfish. Interesting. But the weird thing, that's pretty weird already that they're not breathing. Yeah. But how evolution works, we usually get more complicated over time. And these things did the opposite. They were once more complicated than what they are now. Interesting. So they've gotten simpler as time has gone by. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly what they lost through the years or whatever, the lifetime. But yes, they've become simpler and simpler, but they're still alive. Interesting, interesting. That is fascinating. They're doing something. Or maybe it's... I don't know. There, there has to be a solution to this problem. But at the moment, it's a paradox because... We don't get what's don't, going on. Yeah. yeah, we just haven't investigated enough to figure it out. But we will eventually. Eventually. But that's interesting. That's mm -hmm. fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yes. But also, the way that its evolution is working, we've never seen anything like that. No. Uh, nature inherently strives towards complexity. So what's going on? <laughs> Maybe it is getting more complex. Because again, we can't even identify what it's doing, how it's doing it. It's so complicated, we can't figure it out. I don't know. We're just calling it simple because we're human. And, uh... Because we don't understand life, really. Yes, we're we labeling, only... we're saying it's getting simpler because it's missing the things we classify as life. Yeah. Because we're just comparing things to ourselves. Maybe it's evolved in the direction that perhaps an alien would. Mm -hmm. And it has a characteristic of gaining energy that we didn't even consider to look for in space. Yeah. But now when we figure it out in this thing, we're like, oh, shit, that's a way? Yes. Like, if it does do what plants do, that's pretty crazy. Photosynthesis? Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. It's a living animal. It's using photosynthesis. Uh, some animals can do photosynthesis in small degrees. In small degrees? But they don't survive all of that, do they? Uh, it's part of their diet, I guess you could say. Oh, because they're doing much more. They're, they're doing other things, yes. Okay. I mean, maybe it could, but yes, isn't that interesting? Yes. If we were to find out that it's nothing we know and mm -hmm. discover, wow, there's a, just a new way to gain energy that we have never seen, what if it has a waste byproduct of that? And if it does, is that something that at a large enough scale we can detect? And if so, 
we have something new to aim telescopes at. Like if there's other creatures that could be working like that once we figured it out? Once we figure it out, instead of just looking for our own signatures, we could just aim at space and see if we could find giant collections of whatever the waste byproduct of that would be. The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor, and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Nitrum, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.